Welcome to Flowcast. I'm Veronica Brown, your host for today's show. Today, we'll be meeting two Dominican associates who will share how they've been personally and professionally, spiritually and practically, benefited from being associates. Welcome to Kara Rapaz and Jen Graves. If you guys want to take turns, just introduce yourself. Tell us just a little bit about yourself and your background. Um, I'm Kara Rapaz. I have lived in Springfield actually my entire life. Uh, currently, I am the principal at Sacred Heart Griffin High School, our Dominican high school here in Springfield. Um, I've been in that capacity for five years, but I've actually been at the school for 15. So um, all three of my children have either graduated from here or are going through now. Um, so I've been very, very involved with the Dominican sisters for almost my whole adult life, I feel like. So my name is Jen Graves, and we have lived in Springfield for um, five years now, and my daughters attended St. Agnes School, and through their attendance at St. Agnes School, um, Sister Joan was the principal at the time, and so that is how um, I got to know her and got to know the Dominicans um, here in Springfield. Prior to that, though, I was a teacher um, in Catholic schools kind of my whole career, and um, taught at a variety of different schools run by different orders. And so had a lot of interaction with religious um, in my growing up in adulthood. So. Awesome. Yeah, my brother actually graduated from SHG. Would have been, sheesh, a while ago, uh, 2004. So it's all the years start to run together, honestly. I see, kid, well, kids, really adults outside of here. And they, you know, obviously I recognize them. And I'm like, what year did you graduate? Because they could have been five years ago or 15. It all seems like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I do have just kind of like a random little icebreaker question. Um, it's a, kind of like a would you rather. You got two options. You got to pick which one you'd rather have. Um, every day your outfit is completely randomized and you don't get to choose it or every day your uh the seat in your car all the settings are moved and you have to readjust every single time so which one would you rather have to deal with i would so much rather have to deal with the outfits because <laughs> first of all i hate picking out what i'm going to wear but my husband actually messes with my car seat every morning when he takes my son to football and it makes me nuts <laughs> all right all right what about you jen i would have to say that i would rather adjust my car seat because i've had to adjust it so many times just because i feel like you know you have a car problem and they reset your settings and so i feel like now i kind of have a good feel for where it should be um whereas with my outfits like i might not even like the outfit i picked out the night before to wear the next morning so I think randomization would be a little stressful in the morning, so. All right, all right, awesome. Either of you like have any personal hobbies or like projects or anything that you're excited about that you've been doing lately? Goodness, the obviously working in a school this summer is something we look forward to because it can kind of decompress. Um, although I'm still working in the summer, I've got a lot shorter hours, so. My mission this summer has been trying to relax and read books that I don't have time to read during the school year. Um, so that's my hobby right now. Um, just also kind of trying to relax this summer um, and 
clean out our storage room is our big project, which is not super glamorous. Um, but kind of this year, my goal has been to read more. And so um, trying to take advantage of, of some hours the kids are in camps and things to be able to do a little more reading. So if you will each just tell us a, a title or two of what you're reading since you both mm. mentioned that you're readers right now. I actually just started a book last night and I cannot remember the name of it. <laughs> I saw that in the chat and I was like, gosh, what is that? I honestly, I cannot pull it out of my brain. I literally opened it last night. So <laughs> that's all right. We'll give you a pass this time. <laughs> I'm in the middle of two books right now. Um, the one that I put in the chat is called Manhunt and it's about the 12 days in between when Lincoln was assassinated and when they caught John Wilkes Booth. And I am so riveted and like even leading up to the assassination, I was on pit and I'm like, I know he gets shot. Like this is common knowledge. Lincoln's going to be assassinated <laughs> in Ford's theater. And I was still like a nervous wreck. It is so well-written. Um, and then I'm also reading um, Cutting for Stone, which um, a few people had recommended to me. Um, and I'm just like a couple chapters in, but I'm very captivated by it, so. Kara, we'll start with you. Um, just in your words, if you could maybe just kind of give us a rundown on what an associate is, what a Springfield Dominican associate is and what that means to you. So I think a Springfield Dominican associate is different for each person who is an associate. Um, I think it's definitely someone for someone who has an, a great respect for the Springfield Dominican sisters and really believes in the mission and vision um, and the charism that they have uh, with the Springfield Dominicans. But for me in particular, it is like an extension of my family, my work family, kind of everything in between, because I do um, work in a Dominican high school and we are so connected with the Dominican sisters. Honestly, for me, being an associate means that I am a, a, an even stronger member of that family. And I have so many people that I can go to, to mentor and help and listen and support me all the time. That's awesome. That's great. And Jen, what about you? What does being an associate really kind of mean to you? Um, I think I echo a lot of the same sentiments that Kara has. Um, and I also think that for someone who is involved in any aspect of kind of the Catholic community in Springfield, the Dominican sisters have such a rich history and such an influence in all of our Catholic institutions. And so I think that it really gives a really nice um, insight and connection, like Kara said, to this greater community um, of not only physical support, but spiritual support, prayerful support. Um, and so for me, it was also um, just a natural extension of things that I had been doing since high school, um, you know, getting involved with the Augustinian order in high school and, um, you know, spending time with priests and nuns in the Augustinian order. And so it was just kind of a natural um, way to join my community when I moved. Okay. So then were you kind of first introduced to the Springfield Dominicans when you were at St. Agnes? Is that right? Yes. Yep. So Sister Joan was the principal at the time. And so it was through her that um, I got to know the Springfield Dominicans. We had a few other Dominicans teaching at the school at the time as well. So um, a 
you know, for proportionally, we had a lot of sisters at the school, so. So, uh, Kara, we'll go back to you for a minute. Um, what what made you decide to go ahead and like join the program? You know what I mean? Because it seems like you've got a very busy life and a lot going on. So what kind of made you decide to make this commitment? So honestly, I'm, I'm really surprised that I didn't do it earlier than I did. Uh, but I think what my final motivating factor was that Jen kind of touched on this a little bit about having Dominicans work in our Catholic schools here in Springfield, you know, and sadly, we don't have a whole lot of Dominican sisters that are teaching or just working in any capacity in our Springfield schools. Um, so as a school employee and a school leader, I'm, I was always looking for ways and um, how that we could maintain that history and that that charism within the school beyond the time that the sisters were able to teach or work in the school. Um, because that, the reality was I knew there would be a point in time when we didn't have any sisters left here. So it was really important for me to find a way to make sure that that their presence didn't end as soon as, you know, they weren't physically in the building. So um, I had been talking with Sister Joan, who was actually uh, my mentor professionally. Um, she is the person that I worked with when I decided I wanted to become a principal. Um, she's always been a huge support for me. Uh, so when I was interested in the Dominican Associate Program, I had a lot of questions for her, and she really helped me understand that this could help me um, make sure that that rich heritage and history didn't disappear. Jen, for you, did you have anybody kind of like Sister Joan, uh, you know, to like mentor you and help you through the process as you were deciding whether or not to start the program? So um, Sister Joan was also very helpful. Um, in addition to being the principal at the kids' school, I also served on a few committees at the school. So Sister Joan and I saw each other kind of beyond the school day. Um, but then there was also a... Um, another parent at our school who was in the associate program during that first year that we had moved to Springfield. And um, she and I had shared a lot of faith conversations and we started a small rosary group um, for moms at the school. And so she kind of talked to me about how this might fit in with my spirituality and um, that aspect of my life. So that's awesome. Um, and also, you know, just for our listeners, I guess we should also mention uh, Sister Joan that we've been talking about. She is the director of the associate program. So it makes sense that, you know what I mean, that she definitely was mentoring both of you and really helping you in the process. Um, I know that she is a great leader of that program. We always get a lot of kind words about her and everything. Um, so, uh, you know, as as you're talking to other people about being an associate or, you know, things like that, um, what is something that you, you know what I mean, that you like to bring up that you mention to people that might get them interested in it as well? The things that I tell the people within the school that I think could make excellent associates or that I've expressed any sort of interest in um, becoming an associate I share with them about how that additional support network is so important. And, you know, if you need the support for the school and for individuals who have a vested interest in the school, that's one thing. But I think also that prayerful support, that guidance spiritually, um, I think that that is huge. Actually, that's one of the things that I shared with someone very close to me um, in my family who was considering becoming an associate who had gone through 
um, something pretty traumatic. We lost somebody in our lives. And that's, I, I know that this person was looking for someone that they could, you know, kind of have as um, an extension of their family and someone that they know that they could always count on, but also somebody that would provide a sort of spiritual guidance. So that's something that I shared with them because I feel like that's something that I have definitely gotten out of this program. I think um, one of the big things that I share is that as an adult, um, it is sometimes challenging, even if you've grown up in an area, um, to find people whose values really echo your own and find people who that foundation, who you share that foundation with. And so in becoming a Dominican associate, I was introduced immediately, um, Kara and I were in the same class, so to speak. And I was introduced to a group of men and women of varying ages and varying points in their journeys, um, but we all had the same foundation. And it makes for not only the support in the community of the sisters, um, but the support and community of the other associates. It's um, just kind of a very natural and comfortable environment to be able to share spiritual, you know, conversations as well as, you know, other conversations, so. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and now, Kara, I know you mentioned a little bit talking to people that you think might make good associates. So what is it in other people that you feel would make someone a good associate? Oh, wow. So many different things I think could make someone a good associate. Um, anywhere from someone who has really strong connections with the city of Springfield, who has a desire to make change happen. I think that that person would make an excellent associate. I think someone who is committed to their faith life would make an excellent associate. I think someone who is committed to Catholic education, you know, and really wants to maintain um, the relationships that we have with the Dominican sisters can make an excellent associate. I just think, honestly, there are so many different people who could benefit from this program um, that maybe hadn't even really thought about it before, but there are so many different facets to the Dominican life and being an associate um, as part of that family that I think that, you know, just depending on what's important to you, I think you might find some similarities within the Dominicans that, that could benefit you. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Um, and I know one thing too, that some people might not be aware of uh, the associate program, you don't have to be baptized Catholic to participate in our associate program. You can be of any Christian faith, um, we, you know, you have to be, I believe, 21 years or older. Um, but, you know, that's kind of another great thing is that it really, it's not, you know, just people that have heard the exact same thing that you have. People kind of come from different backgrounds and everybody can contribute their own experiences. Jen, here's a question for you. If there is like one thing in your mind that kind of pops up when you think about the associate program, maybe like your favorite memory or your favorite story, something like that. Is there something that you could share with us in that line? I would have to say probably not necessarily a story, but just um, the kind of ripple effect that being an associate has had in my life. Um, because it's not just myself who has gotten to, you know, engage in community with um, the, you know, sisters, but also my children and my husband and my father-in-law. And um, 
I think that there are so many blessings that come from our young people being engaged with our religious, um, that they don't really get the opportunity to, like Kara said, you know, um, not having those sisters in our schools any longer makes them someone who they're not talked um, or, you know, interacting with all the time. And so my children have gotten to, you know, just come over after school and have some cookies or, you know, talk about their day with somebody who's not their mom. And I think that those kinds of blessings have been um, really important for me. And I think, can I piggyback on that just real quick? Uh, like Jen mentioned, we were in the same uh, class, I guess, if you will, for becoming an associate. And during our ceremony, her girls were there with her family. And I, I think that it just really hit me that that's what we want. We want young people to be involved in this program so that we continue the legacy um, because the Dominican sisters have done so much for our community here in Springfield that we want to make sure that that our young children see that and are energized by that and want to get involved in it as well. Yeah, that's really great. That's really great. Um, okay, Kara, this will go to you. Um, if you could just kind of describe a little bit like what the program entails. So, you know what I mean? Do you, do you attend classes? Do you, you know, do service projects, all that kind of stuff? So I will say that this program has looked differently over the last couple of years because of COVID. Um, so I, my experience was pre-COVID with, with the class that we were in. So we would meet on Sundays for a few hours, and each Sunday had a different um, kind of theme that, that we would um, kind of work on, if you will. So we had different speakers that would come in and then provide us enough time to actually be able to dialogue with one another. Um, and I think another really important part of the program is that you're, you are set up with um, like a, a prayer partner. Um, so you have a sister that is with you the entire time throughout the program to support you, lead you, comfort you, all of those fantastic things. Jen, so what, um, what parts of the associate program have you kind of adapted for, let's say, like your family or just like everyday life? I would have to say that um, kind of the intentionality. So um, when you get, when you look at a lot of different organizations, religious or secular, um, you see this kind of top down decisions are made and things happen and you have to deal with the fallout. The um, Dominican kind of way of interacting with even the planet that we live on um, is one of harmony and mutual respect. And I think that environmentally having respect and teaching my children greater respect for their world um, and having that harmony within myself, harmony within my community, um, I think that that has been one of the biggest takeaways for me. Um, and was there maybe like one particular class or session or anything that really impacted you the most? This is digging way back, but um, we had, I would say that the, um, probably the four pillars um, was prob just because it is 
so applicable regardless of where you are in your journey, um, regardless of what occupations you have, how old you are. They are things that you really can implement into your life. Um, and so I would say probably that. And also the during COVID, there were some um, associate events that were held via Zoom um, that I was able to go to. Um, and I think that those also um, had a really big impact on just a deeper understanding of the Dominican charism and spirituality. The four pillars or values of Dominican life are prayer, study, community life, and preaching or service. If you're considering becoming a Dominican associate, visit springfieldop.org backslash Dominican associates to learn more. Again, it's springfieldop.org backslash Dominican associates to learn more. And don't worry, we'll put that link in the show notes that come with this episode. Kara, we'll start with you. What do you feel in your past uh, that really like prepared you for being an associate? I mean, obviously, you know, being the principal of SHG, but is there something, you know, even earlier that really kind of prepared you and led you towards a program like that? Okay. Well, I mean, I will say I am a, what they consider a cradle Catholic. So um, I was raised a Catholic from the time I was baptized as an infant. Uh, my parents were both converts. So I think my childhood, excuse me, childhood was pretty interesting because um, my parents found the Catholic Church later in life. So they have this really strong um, desire to make sure that all all five of us children in the family were also committed to our Catholic faith. Um, so, you know, I went to catechism every Sunday or Saturday, I'm sorry, and then church every Sunday. We were really involved with our home parish and things like that. Um, so then when I became a mother, immediately I couldn't wait to get my children baptized. I mean, they were weeks old and they were, you know, in the church being baptized. And I just held on to that importance of I want to make sure that my children have the same foundation that I had um, growing up. And so um, as an adult, I actually started out teaching in the public school system and I had a good experience. I really did. But when I saw an opening uh, posted for SHG, I just wanted to give it a try. I mean, it was not long that I was in these doors and I was like, oh my gosh, this is definitely where I meant to be. And I think just my experiences here within the school have yeah, kind of fueled that fire, I think, that I had. Um, for my own faith and just help me kind of re-energize and remember how important um, the, all, all aspects of my faith are to me. So I think just that, that energy, it just kind of kept pushing me towards the associate program, knowing that I could kind of even extend um, my faith life into other areas. It was just very motivating. And Jen, same question. Um, I would have to say that, so like Kara, um, born and raised Catholic, my dad was a Catholic convert um, when, after he met my mom, um, before they got married. And it was always such an important part of not only their identity, but their social circles and um, just kind of everything that, you know, was imbued in my growing up. And so, you know, we had religious over for dinner um, and engaged with 
people, um, you know, sisters and priests and things um, in kind of all aspects of our lives. I, um, you know, attended Catholic schools through college and um, much like Kara, actually my very first year teaching was in a public school and um, it was very different because I only ever, I student taught at a Catholic school. I did all of my um, kind of observations at a Catholic, at Catholic schools and my principal toward the end of the year said, I think that the problem that you're having, because I was a struggling first year teacher, um, I think the problem you're having is that you are teaching your students as if you're at a Catholic school, which I thought was kind of an interesting. And I said, well, that was what, this is what I know. And um, I said, could you give me a little more to go on, please? And he said, you place too much responsibility on them. Okay. So that was my final year teaching in a public school. Um, and I have taught at my alma mater um, and have taught at a variety of schools kind of as we have moved around um, and actually went back last year and uh, taught part-time at St. Agnes, um, filled in for the computer position that they had open. So, um, but I would not have done it if my children were not at Catholic school. And so I think that um, you know, just kind of growing up and having my faith shape who I was, um, the Dominican program, associate program has, um, really kind of like Kara said, just kind of refueled, um, those things that you know when you're littler too. What would you recommend to people who are not part of a faith community, um, you know, how could they look for the same type of support in the community that you guys have found? I think honestly, just starting the conversation with people that you're close to. Um, I think so many people are afraid, um, afraid of responses, afraid of judgment, afraid of so many different things that they never actually ask the questions that need to be asked. Um, yet we're all seeking this solace of being part of a, a close-knit community where we feel love, support, and everything in between, you know, to make us happy, happy adults. Um, so I think my, my best advice for anyone who is searching for something is just start to ask the questions. You know, go to your, your parish priest, pastor, um, anyone within your, um, your life that you trust and love, and just start asking how they feel fulfilled. What are they involved in that really helps them? Um, feel strong as a person and confident as a person, and maybe you can take away from that um, something that you can get involved in yourself. I think that, um, you know, too, a lot of people don't know who to ask the questions to. Um, you know, they might have the questions and they don't know. And I guess it's better to ask a question and get an answer that maybe doesn't resonate with you or an answer that resonates with something you aren't interested in or don't want to pursue, then not ask the question at all because any information, um, you know, can help shape your path. And so I think that if you are looking for a faith community, just like Kara said, seek out those people in your life who you look at their lives and you, you know, look at them as a person and you say, this is they have something and what is that something um, and just kind of talk to them and see what they say. Um, so, yeah, I would say, though, you know, just asking any question is better than not asking any question. Mm -hmm.
All right. Um, well, I think that really covers, you know, kind of all the questions that we had, you know, come up beforehand. Is there anything, you know, that either one of you feel like you still wanted to share or say or anything like that? No, I, don't I don't think, think so. so. You did a good yeah. job. Awesome. Thank you. This was my first one. <laughs> well, I like I said, I think that covers everything. Thank you guys so much for participating. This was really great. I had a lot of fun. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for having yes, us. Thank you. All right. A big thank you to Jen and Kara. You can learn more about becoming a Dominican associate and find their summer reading list in the show notes on our website, flowcastlisten.org. From there, you can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter so you'd be sure not to miss an episode. Thanks so much and stay blessed.